Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Gonzaga Nation podcast. I'm Christian Pedersen, joined, as always, by your favorite Dan Dickow. We got a mailbag episode to get to here on the show where we lob up some of your questions submitted to us on social media and at our website for Dan Dickow to answer. Dan, the fans want to know, first off, your thoughts on the NBA Finals. The Denver Nuggets are champions. Well, I think the best team throughout the year won. Um, you know, I, I mean, there were stretches. Golden State at the end of the year looked great. There were stretches people thought the Lakers. There were times that people thought uh, the Celtics and or the Sixers would come out of the East or even the Bucks. Um, but when you look at the totality of the season, Denver was the best team throughout. And then they just kind of kept plugging away throughout the course of the playoffs I think the fact that Embiid won the MVP um, over Jokic, uh, I think I don't think it added any fuel to Jokic's fire. I think it might have added some fuel um, to Jokic's teammates' fire because when you look at him, he's such a an unassuming superstar in regards to he doesn't want the accolades, he doesn't want the praise, he doesn't want the attention, um, but his game demands it, right? And his teammates. Um, kind of you can tell absolutely believe in him and absolutely uh wanted it for him uh both the mvp and then obviously to win the finals um so you know miami had a heck of a run you got to tip the caps to to eric spolster on the job that he's done a wcc product from university of portland um but at the end of the day i think denver was clearly the best team throughout the season um it was awesome to watch how they play as a team um, how they play in space, uh, just this, their overall unified attack. Um, you know, I thought that, I thought that was awesome to see. The other great part about that is a Gonzaga alum gets an NBA championship and that's Connor Griffin, um, who's part of their video coordinator crew. Um, he's been a guest on the, on the podcast a couple different times. Uh, can't wait to have him rejoin this podcast later this summer and kind of share all the experiences of of what a playoff run a deep playoff run is like and then the added uh you know pressures of an nba finals is pretty cool let's make sure we get him back on the podcast once he has the ring in hand so he show well that won't be till next fall so i'm sure we want to hear the stories maybe this summer and then next fall when he gets the ring we can have him show it and i like the way you think man always content first uh speaking of nba and gonzaga people want to know is chet coming back next year what's the latest with chet there seems to be some sort of progress and hope for uh, a breakout year next year yeah i mean i follow you know multiple uh, social media channels uh, that have shared updates on Chet Holmgren. And it looks like he's progressing extremely well. Uh, he's kind of moved from what I've seen. He's moved to that next phase of, of rehab and that's individual skill work and development. Um, and so you're starting to see uh, the incremental steps um, that have been put forth by Oklahoma city for him to get back into five on five, uh, full court action. And then I don't know if he'll play summer league. I haven't read anything there yet. I wouldn't imagine that he would play summer league. Um, you know, but that's, that's something that I haven't heard a final determination on. The goal would be for him to be ready day one of training camp. Uh, so you, you see the incremental steps with, with the recovery and now the, the starting to get the workouts in. Uh, the one thing I did notice is physically, he looks like he, he's, he's filling out a little bit, you know, everybody was, 
he's too skinny. He's this and that when he was at Gonzaga. How is he going to play in the NBA? Well, look at it this way. He was 17, 16, 17 years old when he burst onto the scene. He was 18 basically when he got to Gonzaga, 19 now. Many people don't fill out physically as far as strength and, and broadness of your shoulders um, and have the ability with your metabolism and with your still growing to be able to fill out uh, and, and get the muscles that people think a high level athlete need to have. It's a, it's going to be a work in progress. I don't think he's ever going to have the physique of a, you know, say a Giannis Antetokounmpo or, or what Dwight Howard was. He's not going to be that body style, but you definitely see uh, from pictures and videos online that, that he's bulked up. And, and I think, he's going to get even better uh, so that he's prepared for the rigors of an NBA season. Yeah. It's scary to think about Chet plus 20 to 40 pounds. Um, people, they got a lot of questions for you, Dan, about transfers, portals, signees, recruits, all that kind of stuff, but it's been a lot of Gonzaga centric. So we want to know a little bit about the rest of the WCC. Who do you think at this point, now that everything has kind of settled down is the most improved in the WCC this off season? I mean, that's a tough one. I, I think uh, Don't Santa ask easy questions here, Dan. <laughs> Santa Clara's done a nice job. I, I think, you know, Herb Sendick just quietly goes about his business of elevating that program. They got Pajemski a season ago. Um, I think they, they, they did a nice job again this year. Uh, Loyola Marymount comes to mind because they, they got a transfer. Um, the name is escaping me, but they got a guard from LSU. Uh, and then they also got Dominic Harris from Gonzaga, who I'm sure – is going to play like he has something to prove. So those two quickly come to mind. Uh, I know University of Portland added um, some size, which is what Shantae Leggins felt they needed. Uh, you look at uh, San Francisco. I, I think they've done a nice job. They just picked up a couple days ago um, a transfer uh, with by the nickname of uh, Mongolian Mike from Dayton. Uh, he is the only college basketball player from the country of Mongolia. Um, his dad was a former Harlem Globetrotter, so he's been around the game forever. Uh, he's skilled. I want to say six eight, six nine, long, athletic, uh, very skilled, high IQ. Um, uh, he's a guy that I, I think is an under-the-radar pickup for USF. I think he's going to be really good. And then, I'll, obviously, if you're talking WCCs and transfers, Gonzaga goes to the top of the list by getting Ryan Nemhart, Steel Ventors, uh, Fender Venters, excuse me, and then Graham EK. Um, you know, the one that I would have liked to have seen go to Gonzaga, Grant Nelson from North Dakota State. Um, you know, he just committed to Alabama a day or two ago. And that's not surprising because really the way I looked at how that interest was going on both sides was, hey, Grant Nelson, you're a heck of a player. We'd love to have you at Gonzaga, but we're also waiting to see what Anton Watson is going to do. I'm pretty sure that that's how it went down because you don't want to slide in or you wouldn't have wanted to slide in a player uh, to fill up those 30 to 34 minutes that were probably going to be pegged for Anton Watson and make Anton feel like you're recruiting over. You wouldn't be recruiting over him, but you would be recruiting in his position um, for a guy that's competing because at the end of the day, I think everybody probably knew Anton was coming back. You you had your doubts, I'm sure, at times, but you, you felt good that he was going to come back. 
Last question we got for you, Dan. And reminder, everyone, you can submit these at Fan Nation Zags on social media. You can also find Dan on Twitter and Instagram at DanDickout21. Someone wanted to know if you could swap with one other Gonzaga star. So you like you go have their career in their time period with those players. Who would it be? And how far do you think you would get in the tournament? Well, I don't want to swap careers. I'll just swap <laughs> to the rosters, I guess, with the, with one of these two players um, or the ability to be in their role. And that would have been either Josh Perkins or Nigel Williams-Goss on the 2017 national title team, uh, national title game appearance team uh, in Phoenix. And, and there's a couple of reasons why. I've always said Coach Hugh's best teams – play with two point guards, two playmakers, and that's exactly what those guys, two guys were. So they played off of each other extremely well. What that team also had was an unbelievable uh, amount of size uh, and rim protection. So defensively on the perimeter, you could gamble a little bit. If you got beat, uh, you you wouldn't have to worry so much about what was behind you. I mean, you had Shemek Karnowski, you had Zach Collins, you had Killian Tilly. You had so many guys uh, that that were able to uh, to help you out on the defensive end of the floor. And then on the offensive end, you know, you had a plethora of options. The three guys that I just mentioned, you had Jordan Matthews, um, a, a perimeter threat from beyond the arc. But I think the reason, to be honest, you, I, I would pick one of those two guys is because it was Gonzaga's first, first national title game appearance. And it wasn't in this quote-unquote COVID year like it was when they played against Baylor and it was limited fans in the crowd. Um, you know, I was down in Phoenix in that 2017 Final Four, and there's 70,000 people there. I mean, it's an unbelievable atmosphere. It's an unbelievable event. Uh, I would have loved to have been in one of their roles. But at the end of the day, I personally wouldn't trade my role of my two years um, at Gonzaga for anybody's because, you know, it, it worked out unbelievably well for me. I loved it. I loved my teammates. Um, we underachieved my senior year in the tournament, but the rest of the season was was like a fairy tale. Yeah, nobody was trying to disrespect anything. It's just a, a <laughs> doldrums of the off season type question. Dan, thank you so much for everything. Make sure you follow us up at Fan Nation Zags, like we said on social media. That's where you can send in all of your questions to be answered on another mailbag episode. Until then, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts for Gonzaga Nation. Talk to you soon.